Welcome. I would like to thank you for joining me and tuning into the Kingdom Channel, where we are publishing the good news of the gospel and teaching the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ throughout these last days and tumultuous times. Today's episode is going to be about Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, episode two. But before I begin, I would like to give you a little details about the Kingdom Channel. Um, I'm going to, my first few episodes, I want to make a, build a foundation of understanding. And as I go along creating episodes, I'm going to hit more specific topics. But today, um, you're going to be hearing me expound upon Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, the coming Lord and Savior of all mankind um, there's much to be said on this topic so you may hear me refer back to previous episodes that I have already made um, episode one was the beginning where I highlighted the problems and how Jesus is going to be the solution to all of those problems I use keywords I want you to always remember keywords like domain dominion I'm going to frequently use kingdom kingdom channel uh, kings domain I want to use freedom as another keyword um, remember all of these words because they're going to be very important in the coming lessons and understanding the gospel and the kingdom of God x squared plus 2x plus a constant equals a solution. This is what you call a quadratic function. What's interesting about quadratic functions is that it's a function with two possible solutions. On a number line or on a graph, a function is nothing but a line of all possible solutions. Likewise, with a regular line, you have to find the slope to figure out all of the possible points on that line to be a possible solution to the problem. Likewise, with the constant 2 plus 2 is only but one point on that graph. So that means that all of the points on that number line all those points make up a line of all possible solutions to that function, to that problem. With a quadratic, there is a positive and a negative constant that can fulfill that problem to be a solution. With the regular line, there is only but one constant number that can fulfill that problem. God is like a solution and we are the function. Beginning with the first problem, which I highlighted in my first episode, the fall of mankind, sin and death. This is a major underlying theme of the entire gospel. Okay? John 3.16 says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have 
and everlasting life. Okay, so God wants to be our solutions to our problems. Now, Jesus of Nazareth was foretold from the very beginning. And I will take you to the scripture where he was promised and he was foretold in Genesis 3.14. After the serpent had already deceived the woman and the man who was with his wife also fell into sin and disobedience with God. The Lord God had said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. And on thy belly shall thou go and the dust thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between her seed and thy seed. It shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Why enmity between Satan and the woman? Because previously now they, be, they were co-conspirators, right? The woman was tempted by Satan. She kind of was co-conspiring with Satan. You can only be tempted by something that you want. You know, I don't eat chocolate cake so you can't bake a fudge chocolate cake and ask me do i want the fudge chocolate cake i'm going to say no i don't eat chocolate cake you can't tempt me with chocolate cake now if you want to bring a red velvet or a, a vanilla cake a lemon cake or any other cake for that matter <laughs> that i just might be tempted but you can't tempt someone with something that they already don't want now, the seed promised from the woman was a prophecy foretelling Jesus. The seed of Satan, of course, are demons and devils and lies. So that now we embark on the rest of time and creation. All right. After the man and woman was driven from the paradise, from the Garden of Eden, they had children, Cain and Abel. All right. You have Cain, who was jealous of Abel and who eventually, after time, killed his own brother out of jealousy. And then um, Adam and Eve had another child instead of their blessed one Abel named Seth because God has blessed him with a, another good seed moving forward from here now we have a clear distinction of good and evil righteousness and unrighteousness we move further down the line to Abraham now, Abraham was very, very loved in the eyes of God because he had what they called faith in God. God promised Abraham, who was old in years, that he would be a father of many nations. And Abraham believed God. 
and God credited faithfulness to him. And he was very pleased in the fact that he believed in them. So all of that night, Abraham sat on the beach and he counted all of the stars and every star that he numbered that it would be his child and his descendant. Abraham was then named the father of faith. God credited to Abraham righteousness for faith in him, for believing that his descendants would be as numerous as the sands on the beach, as the stars in the sky. So that night, Abraham believed God, and every star that he counted, he believed that it would be one of his descendants. I believe Abraham laid there all night counting them stars because it was such a blessing that he would be actually a father and even in his old age of many nations so the story goes on we know that Abraham had two children one child um, one child was first named Ishmael who was not the promised seed because Abraham did not have Ishmael with his promised wife Sarah he had it with a concubine or a handmaiden the seed that came from Sarah was named Jake I'm sorry Isaac Isaac came from Sarah and that was the promised seed that God promised to Sarah who was also old and she never had any children she said that I wouldn't be able to have any children because I'm old but the blessing did come. Isaac was born, and it was a miracle indeed. Now, after Isaac, Isaac had two children, twin boys, Jacob and Esau. Esau was the firstborn. Jacob was the secondborn. Esau came first. Jacob came second. They were not identical twins, but they were fraternal twins because they looked completely different. Esau was named Esau because of his red hair and wool-like skin and rough skin. And Jacob was named Jacob because of his smooth skin, black hair, and a small body. So while Isaac's wife was pregnant with the twins, she had much pain within her and she asked God why am I in such pain in Genesis 25:23 says the Lord said to her two nations are in thy womb and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels and the one people shall be stronger than the other people and the elder shall serve the younger and as Esau and Jacob came out the womb, Esau indeed was the one that came out first. And Jacob came out holding onto Esau's hill, coming out of the womb. Okay, now so remember, at the beginning I said that it was a promised seed to crush the head of the serpent. Follow me, I'm getting somewhere. Now, we know the story. Esau was a man of the field, pleasing in his father's eyes because he would always be able to get gain and hunt. And he would always make that special stew that his father liked. Jacob, on the other hand, was 
loved by his mother and he was more domesticated and staying in the house. And so one day Esau came home from hunting and he was hungry and Jacob, who was in the house, was cooking. Esau was so hungry that he even sold his very birthright, his blessing that because he was the oldest, he should have received. But he sold it to his younger brother, who then gave him a pot of stew. Now instead, Jacob has become like the firstborn, receiving the blessing, the passed down blessing from the father, Isaac, instead of Esau, who forfeited his birthrights for a pot of stew. Now the blessing lies on Jacob. Follow me. Jacob now has the birthright and the blessing from Abraham to be a father of many nations down to Isaac to be a father of many nations. Now Jacob is going to be a father of many nations. Now Jacob with the father's birthright and the blessing of God now passed on to him moves on and later has an encounter with God wrestles with an angel of God all night and refuses to let him go until the angel gets up and says let me go because it's almost daylight and Jacob said I won't let you go until you bless me the angel hit Jacob on his hip so that he would walk with a limp and then renamed him Israel said that you will no longer be called Jacob your name your name will be Israel Israel then have 12 sons who would later become the 12 tribes of Israel a great nation of people in the sight of God. And I'm going to take a pause right here so we can recap where we've come from so we can know where we're headed. All right. The beginning, there was a problem. God promised a promised seed that will crush the head of Satan, the serpent, and his fruits of lies. We move down the line to Abraham. Who received the blessing to be a father of many nations who had a son Isaac who received who then was an heir to that blessing and another heir we know Jacob as Israel now Jesus is prophesied and foretold throughout the Bible by many of the prophets but mainly and namely the prophet Isaiah Jesus was most heavily and distinctly prophesied. Isaiah 9 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government and peace there should be no end. Isaiah 9 6. Another one that says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 7 14. So salvation is promised for the people of Israel that a coming king 
a Messiah will set them free from slavery, will restore Israel to their proper dominion and give them the kingdom. The prophecy says a child is born and a son is given. All right. Luke 1, 51, an angel named Gabriel visits the Virgin Mary. And he says to her, Hail, thou art favor with the Lord. Blessed are you among women. He said, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Luke chapter 1, 31. And Mary said, How can this be, seeing though I know not a man? The angel answered her and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Now, God has been fulfilling scriptures since the beginning, from the nation being born out of Isaac, saying that the older shall serve the younger, was definitely fulfilled in Jacob and Esau, and now we have a fulfillment and a manifestation of the scripture where it says, for the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a child and give forth a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel meaning God with us. This virgin, now visited by an angel of God, promises that the Holy Spirit shall conceive in her a holy child and you shall call his name Jesus. All right. We have a fulfillment of the scriptures. What does that mean? Salvation is among the Jews. Salvation, our king has arrived. Luke, the second chapter, verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this sign shall be a sign given to you, you will find the babe wrapped up in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel of a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. This marks the birth, the manifestation of the prophecy of Jesus Christ. This is world history that should be taught throughout time. 
But Satan in his lies wants to conceal and suppress the truth. My job to you, my service to you, is to produce, to publish the truth as much and as far as wide as possible. We have the birth of Jesus Christ, the Lord. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. Because the salvation is born, right? The problem way back in the beginning in the Garden of Eden, that sin separated us from God and man now being redeemed and replaced and restored. God wants to restore the kingdom to men. Because in the beginning, God gave the kingdom of God to man who then lost it to sin and death. Now being restored through Jesus Christ, the solution, the holy child, the bread from heaven that came down from heaven conceived and born through a virgin who never knew a man immaculate conception a miracle walking miracle so therefore every word that now proceeds out of this man's mouth is holy he was sinless but he bore sin for the sin of man he gave his body a living sacrifice to redeem sinful man back to holy God. He was the middle ground. Being in the body of sin with the spirit of holiness. Jesus, the man himself, should have lived forever since he was under covenant with God. And he did indeed follow every God's commands. He should have lived forever, but he gave his life a sacrifice so that we may live instead of him. Jesus put forth this parable concerning his life. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. That he that loves his life shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world shall keep it into life eternal. So Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many people and not for himself. He gave his life so that we all can have life everlasting with God. First intentions for creating the man. Life everlasting. God never intended man to die. He wanted his man, his creation, to live. But it was the lie of an enemy saying, disobedient fruit is sweet. But we know that disobedience, fruit, equals death. That's why when Jesus came, he says, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, because the way you have been going is not the way to everlasting life. The way that I am going is the way to everlasting life. Follow me, and you also shall have 
everlasting life. So now we have it. Jesus alive, walking, full of life and wisdom, teaching how we should be more like him so that we may be able to reap the same rewards he reaps, which is everlasting life being a son of God, a child of God. So John 1, chapter 1, verse 10 says that he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believes on his name. I want to lay down a foundation of understanding so that we may know where we've come from so we can know where we're headed. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. So therefore, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. These are the last days and tumultuous times. Look around. Violence is in the streets. Corruption in the government. Where is our salvation? But we have our salvation. His name is Jesus Christ. Believe on the Christ, the Messiah family. I bring you good tidings. In my next episode, I will be expounding more upon, I will be expounding on the Holy Ghost, the promised comforter Jesus promises to everyone who believes on his name. The Holy Ghost isn't very widely explained or understood by many people, but I'm going to try my best to relay as much useful information about the Holy Spirit and his necessary and his necessity into having everlasting life. The Holy Spirit is a comforter, is a helper to get us over these hard times during these last days, to keep us protected and always have peace in knowing that our salvation is coming back for us. Thank you for tuning into the Kingdom Channel, and I hope this episode has blessed you. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out of the Kingdom Channel.